0: Hi friends, and welcome to another episode of the Oakham Church Podcast. We're in our series still, all about metamorphosis, all about these ideas of transformation, of altering things, of spiritual formation, of change, of growth. All of these things that perhaps in one way or another have felt like they've been put on hold or on standby over the last year or so during this COVID pandemic. But also in a more kind of internal way, we've actually been pushed more, I believe, to explore and um, dig into the depths of what needs to change within us as individuals, what kind of things need to be transformed, what kind of things need to be reformed. What kind of things need to be formed at all? And so as we work working our way through this series, we've been looking at the life and the letters of the Apostle Paul and asking ourselves: what can the patterns and what can the things that seem to come up again and again and again in Paul's life, as well as in Paul's letters and his teachings, what can those things teach us about spiritual formation? teach us about the the life of Paul, and about the life of the church, but also about our lives here and now in 2021. And we're in the middle of uh, the letter to the church that meets in Ephesus, and so I'm going to just read to you Ephesians chapter 4 on this episode. As a prisoner for the Lord, I'll stop there straight away, That is a huge statement to make. We've seen in the past just who the kind of person that Paul was before his encounter with Christ. He would have refused to have anything to do with this, this heretic, this blasphemer. In fact, he did go out of his way to try and squash this movement before it even got going. He was present when Stephen was stoned. He was responsible for going out to different places on his way to Damascus. That's where he was going. He was going to find some of these little house churches that had started to spring up and persecute them and lean on them and and punish them and have them thrown in prison and abuse them to the point where they will stop, to the point where they would turn away from Christ and back towards the true faith, back towards the original Judaism with the one God and the the Ten Commandments and the, the very definite these people are in and these people are out, these people are right and these people are wrong. And on this very journey that Paul is taking to inflict this kind of pain and punishment upon these people, he has his own experience. He has his own revelation. We're told that these these something like scales fall from his eyes. And now he can see in a whole new way. And we have that pattern. He is grateful for all that Christ has done for him and for who he is now and who he is becoming. He's able to see with these new eyes. He's able to honour what is. And it's this pattern that keeps coming up again and again. And for Paul to even make that statement, a prisoner for the Lord, a prisoner for Christ Jesus, is just unthinkable. But he is able to say this now because of this new way of seeing and because of this new way of being. As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Man, we need a bit of that in the world today, don't we? Humility. Don't see a lot of that going around on social media. Don't see many um, humble tweets. And what is it? Be humble and gentle. Well, we don't see gentleness. Think about the workplace. It's cutthroat. It's um, fight your way to the top, throw elbows, kick and scream and punch and squash people down so that you can elevate yourself. And yet, Paul is saying be completely humble and gentle, be patient. Gosh, this world is anything but. We have instant everything. Anything that's worth anything is worth having now. Think about on-demand, think about um, the technologies that we have with the in super-fast internet broadband and, and the way that we can just click on something on Amazon and it's here within a few hours. And yet here, Paul says, be patient. And what? Bearing with one another in love. This is how he is defining the church. This is how he is defining what a Jesus community, what a group of Jesus people should look like in the world. And church today, this is how we are going to define ourselves. Not by what we aren't, not by all of the people that we're against, not by all of the things that are going on in the world that we don't like. But we're to be known as a people who are for the world, are people who are in love with each other and in love with creation and in love with God ultimately. And this is what will set us apart. Just like Jesus talks about how his original disciples, they will know that you are Christ's followers by the way that you love each other. And this is that list. This is what's going to stand out. If you can do anything, if, if your spiritual formation means anything to you, work on this list. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient and bear with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, and through all, and in all. Did you get that f- that kind of trinity there? Over all, through all, and in all. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ appointed it. This is why it says, When he ascended on high, he led captives in his train and gave gifts to men. What does he ascended mean, except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers, to prepare God's people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. And there it is again, that spiritual formation aim, that goal, that that thing that we should all be pointing our ships towards. Unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God. joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work friends i just want to leave you with that be encouraged there's enough there to be going on for for an entire lifetime build ourselves up in love grace and peace